Hello, I am Judesca Villan and this is another Rapper Podcast episode where we discuss facts, nuances, and controversies behind the big issues in the Philippines. This is Rapper's Newsbreak, Beyond the Stories. In this episode, pag-uusapan natin ang pag-appoint kay Vice President Lenny Robredo to take charge of the Duterte government's anti-illegal drugs campaign. As she accepted the offer to co-chair the Interagency Committee on Anti-Illegal Drugs or ICAD on November 6. But since then, ang dami na nangyari na, at marami na nagsasabi na hindi na kaya ito or marami ng hindrance na, na, na napunta sa harapan niya from different government officials. Kasama ko ngayon ang police reporter na si Rambo Talabong at ang reporter natin na si Mara Cepeda who covers the vice president to discuss yung role ni Robredo sa war on drugs at basically paano tayo napunta dito at ano yung kanyang mga balak at ano yung pwede tayong expect in the future. So thank you guys for joining me today. Thank you, Judas. Hello. So, so question ko talaga first, Mara. Ano ba yung trigger for the for the vice president to actually accept? And siguro ano rin yung trigger ni President Duterte para i-offer yung position na to kay VP Robredo given na ano mo yung animosity between them? It all began on October 23. Okay. Um, in... Uh, a Reuters article. So this is an article by a, uh, a foreign news agency. Ang headline kasi nila is Philippine Vice President says time for Duterte to halt failed mm. drug war. Kung babalikan natin yung specific quote of the Vice President, essentially she said that um, the drug war is not working, quote-unquote. That's why it has to be tweaked. Okay. What the com coming uh, as speaking as a journalist i feel like it was an editorial call okay. made by the reuters um uh, journalist see martin petty and and his uh, editors okay. about how to to fashion the headline kasi parang hindi bago naman yung statement na yun diba kasi even beyond lenino bredo may mga nagsasabi na, na you need to tweak the drama uh-huh. okay. yes but um apparently it struck a chord with mm. um our president and so um to be fair, the uh, Vice President Lenny made a clarification parang about five days later. Okay. To essentially said what <laughs> um, I said kanina na she, di- she just wants a clarification. Uh, she just wants a, a tweak in the drug war. This Not necessarily re- halt the entire mm. anti-illegal drugs campaign. Because response ba yan sa block backlash over the interview? I, I'm not so sure if she didn't get a okay. backlash in the sense that um, she took back what she said or okay. anything like that but she just wanted to clarify mm. that this is what she means, means okay. to say and this has always been her message ever mm. since um, but then a day after she made the clarification obviously our president did not accept it mm-hmm. and then um, that's when he made the offer and we know it's an offer that he made out of spite yes parang ikaw, mam- ikaw magaling eh dami oh, mo sinasabi ikaw na ikaw na you already essentially uh-huh. it's a you already if you wanna speak okay. uh, um, in the ways of the millennial and this offer evolved into being a drug czar for six months okay. to a cabinet post that right. will take charge of the anti-illegal drugs operations and doon pa lang there are a lot of questions are you referring to a new position that he okay. will create entirely or um, are Long-time drug war reporter Rambo Talabong pointed out that it seem it sounds like it's going to be chief of the DD uh, Dangerous Drugs Board. So um, does that mean we're going to kick out si Secretary uh, Catalino Kuy or are we making an entirely new position? 
until the president decides, you know what, I want to make you co-chair mm. of the Interagency Committee on Anti-Illegal Drugs. Yes. And it posed a lot of questions. It raised a lot of questions yes. because the co-chair position does not exist in the executive order mm. that was created in the first place. The ICAD is essentially a body composed by the chiefs of different government agencies tasked to um, carry out the anti-illegal mm. drugs campaign. So it involves um, anywhere from the law enforcement side to the rehabilitation side. At uh, walang position dun na co-chair dapat. Oh, okay. And it's not even a cabinet post because the chief, si Pidea um, Director General Aaron Aquino, only holds a position of undersecretary. Mm. So it's not a cabinet level okay. position. Um, and so, part of the decision-making process of the vice president, her discernment, was that there was really no sincerity with the way the post was offered. Okay. Because they did not formally talk to her. There were no talks with the president in person or even they didn't have liaisons meet either. Mm-hmm. Everything was offered through the media, through public speeches. The only time there was a formal offer was when they finally gave her the memorandum saying, I am designating you mm. as ICAD co-chair. And there's a specific line there that says, unless earlier revoked. So, okay. diba, from the get-go, they're already telling her, now we can remove it anytime okay. that we want. But, um, she said that if this is a chance for me to have a little bit more power mm-hmm. to try to stop the killings in a drug war, then I have to. And this is a decision that she took going against the advice of almost everybody, okay. even her own children. Alright. Um, and we know how important yung mga opinions ng people around her hmm. for, for her, diba, to her. Mm-hmm. The thing is, um, the vice president knows it. She herself says it's too much of a risk. She wouldn't have yeah. accepted it, diba? So yun, siguro you mentioned that any more risks and of course advantages for her? Siguro yung both sides. Sige, ng, let's, ano niya? let's go with um, the risks first. Okay. First of all, there's no clear parameters on what she can and what she can't do. Okay. And this is where we are now. We are, this is, we're recording this on November 21, 2019. And just uh, yesterday, the vice president sent a letter to the president asking him, what is my job uh, all about? So, it's really very weird. You're appointing someone, tapos hindi niya alam kung ano yung makailangan niyang gawin. And the president doesn't trust her at all. Parang she's doomed to fail in the big, from yes. the beginning. The risk also is that she, uh, the vice president is a human rights lawyer. Yeah. She served a term in Congress. She mm-hmm. knows about um, um, lawmaking. She knows about policymaking. But she doesn't know what's it like in the front lines. Mm. She doesn't know what's it, how, it, how it is to deal with drug lords, with um, street-level peddlers. It's not her world. Mm-mm. And this world that she was thrust into is a world run by men Mm-mm. who probably are now getting emasculated because a woman is leading them. Yeah. Um, the risk also is that the thing is the drug war has a lot of problems right now. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, number one, of course, is um, the number of uh, alleged drug pushers and users being killed in legitimate mm-hmm. police operations. Then there's the uh, vigilante-style killings, the suspected vigilante-style killings. 
And then there's the issue of rehabilitation. So many people surrendered. Uh-huh. Many of us say it's because they fear they might be the next one to be killed. Mm-hmm. So they might, I might as well just surrender. But there's no proper drug rehabilitation okay. program. Not um, There's no place for them to, mm-hmm. to be rehabilitated. Uh, this morning, we Vice President Lenny went to uh, the Bataan Bahay Pagbabago Center, which... It's actually a good model for a community-based drug rehabilitation program. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, only 87 out of about 100, almost 200 rehabilitation centers in Bataan are working. So, so sobrang dami ng, according to Pidea Chief Aquino, para almost 120 plus yung mm-hmm. drug surrenderies nung 2016. And at the time, they didn't have a place to put um, these guys, mm-hmm. diba? And these are things that Vice President Lani Robredo has to confront. Yes. Apart from her advocacy to uh, help the poor. Kasi nga, dahil hindi... Initially, binigyan siya ng cabinet post ni President Duterte. She was uh, the housing czar. And the f- um, maybe the, the first part of um, their terms in office noong 2016. But because of their differences... Essentially, because, you know, even from 2016, because they came from the different side of the fence, the president didn't trust her. And she has always been very consistent in calling out the killings and the drug mm-hmm. war. She was shot out of the cabinet meetings and she was forced to resign in December of 2016. After that, um, nag-launch na rin siya ng kanyang, nag-focus siya dun sa kanyang anti-poverty program, Angat mm-hmm. Buhay, which has been... Um, I must say, uh, a very productive project mm-hmm. to help um, communities that are not reach ng national government. Uh-huh. So yun, she has to, she ha- she needs to find a way to um, to manage her time. The positives is that now, um, because there was an appointment from the president, the other law enforcement agencies that are not before or okay. were too afraid or too shy or just didn't like to talk to her are now obligated in a way to uh-huh. speak to the ICAD co-chair. And to the second highest official in the Philippines to mention. Yeah. Yes, of course. Uh-huh. Um, and the advantages is that she wants a community-based approach, mm, meaning okay. there's, uh, she also wants it data-driven, mm-hmm. which has always been a problem in the drug war. Like, we don't have a um, baseline data. How many were the drug users and pushers uh, in the first place? Because it will um, gauge whether or not successful yung drug war. Mm-hmm. Um, and it gives, it puts her in a position where other groups that were not listened to before uh, for example, especially in the area of drug rehabilitation, mm-hmm. how to uh, use the health-based approach uh-huh. to reform the drug users, the drug addicts. Um, ngayon, minibigyan na sila ni Vice President Lenny Robredo ng space to talk to her because she's so very, she's mm-hmm. very, very aware uh-huh. that she's, this isn't her expertise. So, yun, she's been talking to a lot of local and international groups and even um, um, uh, Different agent, government agencies abroad. Um, what I like about it is that she there's this she has this emphasis on the drug solving the drug problem is also about cutting it at the source, mm-hmm. and that means working with other countries because sa ibang bansa din nanggagaling yung droga. And Rambo Segura, I want to ask, ano ba yung function ng ICAD and may tit ba yung role ni Robredo dito? Mm-hmm. If ko compare mo sa whole uh, environment or system ng drug war? 
Actually, itong ICAD, when you ask any police reporter, we didn't feel it. Mm, As in, okay. we, we haven't been feeling it for the longest time. Even our previous police reporter, Bea Kupin, who covered the drug war before me, didn't feel it. It's it's an agency that was created by the president in March 2017, okay. supposedly to stitch together the entire anti-drug campaign. Because the context back in 2017, March 2017, is... Pretty much the same as during the early days of the anti-drug campaign. Ang laki ng focus sa Philippine National Police. Because the Philippine National Police has over 100,000 agents, over 100,000 law enforcers. So the face of the drug war really is the PNP. But the administration was trying to forge this image that the drug war is something that should be holistic, mm, okay. that should include a lot of other agencies, especially the Department of Health, the SWD for Social Welfare and Development, also TESTA to mm. help drug um, dependents and drug users to go back and not just be shot shot down by policemen because that's the impression back then. Because after six months, um, there was the big controversy of GHU. There uh. were killings of um, high-profile per- personalities. So there was that effort. But all throughout, ever since then, in 2017, we haven't been feeling this agency, inter- inter-agency committee. So nung in-announced that pres- uh, President Duterte wants Len Robredo to be a co-chair of this agency, mm-hmm. we were shocked. What 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 can she do with that post? Because mm, okay. the position of the ICAD chairman is intrinsic to the PDEA chief. And the PDEA chief usually doesn't really invoke being the ICAD chair. Mm. As in, he just works as the PDEA chief because the PDEA chief, under the, the RA-9165, Comprehensive Anti-Illegal Drugs Act of the Philippines, the PDEA chief is the leader for the implementation. Actually, medyo redundant pa nga. Oh, Let me read out yung mandate ng ICAD according to our story. So, it is tasked to effectively conduct anti-illegal drug operations and arrest of high-value targets, mm. high-value drug personalities, down to the street-level peddlers and users. So, it's a very vague mandate because you have to oversee and uh, pilot the mm. entire anti-drug campaign from up to down. Because mm. it's basically mm. saying that you should do everything in your mm. power to make sure that everyone who should be arrested should oh. be arrested. Obviously, that's... That's the campaign. And now, placing Vice President Lenny Robredo to this position is much more confusing because the president initially promised that he would give her um, a powerful position, a position of influence that would actually change the campaign. So right now, one of the biggest problems for us reporters is trying to figure out what's, what is she really capable of doing. Mm-mm. And that's something that she has already asked the president in formal writing. And one, parang one sentence or one speech na nag-mark sa akin when she accepted mm. the position is sabi niya na kahit may isang buhay siyang masalba, mm-hmm. parang gusto niyang gawin yun. Pero you wrote a story, Rambo, ano mm. yung, na may mga hindrances siya sa mm. pag-achieve ng isang deathless drug war. Can you explain me ano ba tong immediate issues na she will really face na inevitable na kailangan niyang talagang i-address? Okay, so we have widely reported on the vagueness of her position. Yeah. As in, it has been in contest, in question for the past few weeks. Ano ba talagang pwede niyang gawin? Anong bawal niyang gawin? Kung may gusto siyang baguhin, biglang sasabihin na, Ops, teka, teka muna, bawal mo niyang mm. gawin. 
Um, but other things that can be seen as big challenges is um, first is the police leadership because Vice President Lenny oh. Robredo is entering the anti-drugs campaign in full dive during a crisis for the PNP. Up until now, wala pa definite chief PNP, si mm. President Duterte. It's still an officer-in-charge position. And we know from our sources inside the PNP that not everybody is pleased with how the officer-in-charge, Lieutenant General R.G. Gamboa, is currently handling and leading the PNP. And even Gamboa himself isn't really super sure with how to move forward since not everybody recognizes him legitimately because he's not really appointed by Duterte. He uh-huh. was just placed in that position by virtue of the resignation and the eventual retirement of, you know, disgraced PNP chief Oscar Albayalde. So, there's no politics inside PNP that's mm-hmm. happening and then you have to pu- you have to consider Vice President Robredo. And again, as mentioned by Mara, this is a, a world dominated by men. Mm-hmm. So, that's cr- trickier because mm-hmm. there aren't really female police generals to handle these male generals and then you have Lenny Robredo suddenly at the center of this grand anti-drug campaign. And then there's this so recognition that Lenny Robredo has to understand deeply that the anti-drug campaign isn't just in the streets. It's mm. comprehensive. It happens in our borders. It happens in um, sketchy condominiums here in Metro Manila. It's not as simple as just uh, the typical coverage that we've seen in international media uh-huh. and, you know, the blood. It has deep roots. It has an international angle. And his her another thing that she has to understand is that what she wants to get into, the rehabilitation side, is also very tricky. Um, the government doesn't even have its own numbers, mm. uh, a definite number of how many drug users, how many have been um, rehabilitated. And... Uh, of course, at the end of everything that she does, a big challenge is the P-word, politics. Yes. Everything that she does, it would be painted and uh, tarnished with an understanding and the judgment that she's doing this because of 2022, mm. the end of the term of President Duterte. And do you think ba na, I'm sure you know what she's been doing. Do you think ba yung mga ginagawa niya, first steps, okay ito? And ano yung meron sa plans niya or sa mga nagawa niya so far yung magiging effective at hindi mo nakita or hindi na consider ng previous leadership o ng PNP was been needing the drug war. Actually, it's pretty early to judge her. Okay. Because what she's doing is pretty standard. Okay. You when you're appointed in the law enforcement, especially a law enforcement role the first standard thing that you should do is to convene everybody. Mm-hmm. So she's been meeting a lot of key people, trying to introduce herself and maybe give them her policy directives yeah. in secret. And then there, sometimes she gives public uh, pronouncements as to what she wants to do. So she hasn't really been moving in terms of, uh, you know, uh, revolutionizing or overhauling the entire campaign. Uh-huh. She's really been just in meetings. I guess so what's interesting to find out now for me is what, are her first executive action. So, mm. what can, can she really give an order? That's why, again, the big question again is, what can she do? Because we really are not sure what she can do. So, it's hard to judge. It's really just limited to meetings mm. and pronouncements so far. The very... To me, covering... For me, covering her for the past two weeks, 
the only clear directive she has given so far to the ICAD member agencies is let's set a clear baseline data mm. by the end of 2019. Yeah, and that's the baseline data is the very confusing in the past three years. Mm-hmm. No? Oh. So, wala pa siya, eh, she doesn't have any directives apart from that. No other concrete, specific policy um, mm. um, directive whatsoever. Uh, like tomorrow, uh, what she's gonna do, she's going to visit um, two communities in Quezon City, Culiat and Payadas that were uh, hotspots for mm-hmm. uh, the Oplan Yeah. Um, so, as Rambo said, she's really just here trying to take, trying to um, uh, take all, take it all in. Yeah. Uh, figure out what's the situation on the ground, what our uh, law enforcement agencies think about what's happening on mm-hmm. the ground. Uh, what's the macro view of the different embassies? Um, and I think that's the problem. Eh? She knows she's gonna be in this tough spot. Now, kaya may position ka, but if you, uh, pero hindi klaro yung position mo, and if you don't do anything because you're not actually given a lot of power to do anything in the yeah. first place, it's still going to be your fault. Um, and so it's it's she thrust herself into this very crazy world where she wants to do something but it's really um it's really just very it's going to be very hard for her to to do something but we'll see but i think you know what people tend to forget now she's this is just her second week Uh as icad co-chair um look when the president won the elections there was a transition period from the aquino administration to his administration he didn't sit they didn't start um implementing everything At agad-agad, diba? From the May elections to his actual pag-upo, diba? There was a time, and this is the time for the vice president, I guess, to really get to know the terrain. But the thing is, she doesn't have the time, yeah. honestly, because we only have, what, three? She's, she's saying it naman, l- less than three years left to do mm. something about the drug problem. And Pero I appreciate na yung image na pinapakita niya, or at least based mm. on mga pronouncements niya and sa mga tours niya, na very focused on rehabilitation which mm. is a very uh, parang ang layo na ang layo if you compare mo sa first few months ni Duterte ni President Duterte noon na very kill 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 na she does, he doesn't think na shabu users can still be rehabilitated diba sabi niya shabu shrinks the bane nga mm. pero we see here the Vice President going to the rehabilitation in Bataan and going to this uh, hot spots mm parang ang fresh lang niyang makita na ganun yung approach niya. And s- parang it's just unfortunate na bakit it took the administration three years to realize like, kailangan ng ganito. And siguro, Mara, we mentioned in the past two weeks, ang daming na nagsalita. Mm. Uh, nga si Duterte, President Duterte last, last night, sabi, uh, nag, nag-mention about sa data, sa classified documents. How do you think uh, the vice president will handle itong mga issues na to and do you think ano yung mapapasabi sa kanya na enough is enough na parang hindi yung mapaparesign siya pero parang mapapatigil siya mapapaisip siya na parang iba naman parang hindi na tama to so ginagawa mm-hmm. sa kanya I think so Knowing the vice president, if you tell her we don't want you here anymore, mm-hmm. she she's not going to uh, force herself to be uh-huh. in this position if the president doesn't want her there. She already said that. She said, you know, if you don't want me here, just say it. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll, I'll leave the position. Mm-mm. I'm only doing the job because she gave me a job in the first place. 
Um, and I'll try to do what I can. Uh-oh. So that's what she's gonna. That's what she's gonna do. She's gonna try to give policy recommendations. Mm-mm. That's at the most. That's what we can. At the very least, that's what we can. We can expect from the vice president. Every week, she has decided. Uh, she will give weekly recommendations. Mm, nice. A uh, list of recommendations. Weekly reports to the president. And it's up. And she said, you know what? It's still up to the president if he's going to mm. read it. Yeah. If he's going to listen. Um, she's not going to order stop tokhang or stop this or stop that or Aquino, don't do this, don't do that. She's not gonna do that because she knows she's not in the position. Yeah. So at most magsas parang ano, parang committee report sa Congress, merong recommendations, but that's it. If if the if the president doesn't want it to happen, kung ayaw ng korte, walang gusto mag-file ng kaso, wala ring mangyayari. But at least for her, she did what she can do. Yeah. She may sinasabi siya, parang na-remember lang yung Asherta, di ba? Si Michael Asherta na nagpapasa siya naman ng mga report. Hindi kung hindi bahala na yung taas kung yeah. ay actionan nila. Uh-huh. I think so. Pero yung la- second to the last question is Rambo Mara. What do you make of this appointment ba? Were you surprised that this happened? Or you expected this? Um, this appointment happened while I was on vacation. So <laughs> I, was, I was I was really shocked. So um, it came out of nowhere. I mean because I was also the sto- the one who wrote the story about her clarification. So, oh, I thought, um, Rebeda said, that was not, that was not, because it's n- it's not really an overhaul, it's not really that it failed, but it can be tweaked. So, mm. that response by Malacanang is, uh, it appeared to be disproportionate for me. I was surprised about that, but I guess it's, as many people have been saying, it's part of a bigger political game, probably. Mm. I think that it's really just a case of President Duterte rambling again. Okay. Um, and maybe even his own men didn't realize that he would actually make an actual offer. Mm. And that Vice President Lenny Robredo called the bluff. And now they're here. Yeah. Wala silang, wala, they didn't meet halfway. Wala, walang, walang alarm, walang anything. Uh-oh. Ito na yung ICAD post. Bahala. Bahala ka na. So, in a way, it's actually a very, a very, very irresponsible decision for our leaders to make uh-huh. at the end of the day. Because it's like, because it's 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 because will um siguro remind uh the lead agencies sa ICAD na there are certain things with the way they are running things that can be tweaked and mm. maybe it's a good thing but it's very confusing yeah. <laughs> that's what i have to say yeah. and then what my last question will be what do you think will happen next siguro from the side of the, the vice president yun nga, is she expecting a reply pa from her let- letter to the to the president? I think she's hoping for the best. Yeah. What will happen here is that um, the vice president, whatever she will do, it will have implications on what she's going to decide on mm. the 2022 elections. Oh, yes. That okay? big whatever, event. Whatever happens here, it's going to influence whether or not she will run for president yeah. and and that's that's a possibility or that's something that she's not even interested in at the moment it goes both both ways then no mm. this will also reflect whoever is going to be the candidate of the yeah. to camp i guess for me my reading for this what will happen next is probably she wouldn't be able to stop the killings yeah. maybe not even half it because it's a very difficult 
uh, position to have. I think what's just striking for this issue right now is how this issue, cl- crime and drugs, something that elected President Duterte, this is a genuine issue that Filipinos really want solved. Mm-hmm. This is an issue that Filipinos really want to see that Filipinos, no other Filipinos would be killed because this is something that's been surveyed again and again. That Filipinos support the anti-drug campaign, but they want to lessen the killings. Yeah. And I guess what's sad for this story of how Lenny Robredo was appointed this to this position is how much that big issue has been converted to just a chip in the playing board of politics. And people will continue dying. Mothers will still lose husbands and children. And for many men in this administration, it appears that this is something that can be related just to the 20 te- 2022 elections. It's sad now because the generation is growing up to see this ca- much violence on the streets. So on that note, let's just wait for what will happen next and hopefully clear the role of Vice President Robredo and mas magkaroon siya ng directive talaga. And kung tingnan natin kung makakatulong talaga yung planned approach niya sa drug problem in the Philippines. Uh, thank you Rambo and Mara for joining me today. A very enlightening discussion on the role of Robredo in the anti-illegal drug campaign or the lack thereof of a clear role. And thank you listeners for tuning in. If you want to be updated on this issue, please follow Rappler and Newsbreak on our social media accounts. Again, I am Jadas Gavilan and this is Newsbreak Beyond the Stories. Thank <laughs> you.